0: Welcome back to Kind of Funny's Edgar Wright in Review. That's right. We are ranking and reviewing every Edgar Wright movie that's available to us. Get off of us about the fistful of fingers or whatever the hell it is. Okay. Not even, available. It's it's not not even available, available, Edgar.
1: Don't be tweeting me about it, Edgar Wright, all right? He if you're going to do back. it, then send me the thing.
2: i tell you what. Are are we we did gonna, take should it back? we just go ahead and put that at number 12 right now? I don't know how no, many Edgar Wright.
3: What put if it's it
4: really good? I think we have like five movies. <laughs> Straight to twelve. Just put it 12. It's Nick just wants fingers. to fight somebody. Just wants to get into an argument, a public no, spat just, with someone.
2: I just feel bad for Edgar Wright because he doesn't know what he just stepped into. <laughs> <Like Hollywood laughs> he does. That's his right. why he his
3: tweet and like, forgot Good. about get it. it
2: <laughs> Edgar, if you're watching this, back away slowly. Maintain eye contact. Shut the door.
4: Well, maybe exactly. he deleted it because he realized, oh, you know what, fistful of fingers is not widely available, but. I do know that it's on YouTube, so maybe people will try to watch it illegally, and I'm not really cool with that. But there's nothing I can do about it, so he just probably like, deleted it. And
3: I feel like with the way it, YouTube works, there's a lot that he could do about that. A lot.
2: Maybe he just got a snub.
3: Yeah,
4: but remember, it's like, similar to me it. and Andy in
1: the Who's Fastest thing. Like he's over in right. Britain, right? Like it doesn't really count. You know what I mean? You Maritime, can't do law. That. Maritime Yeah, exactly. Law. There's international waters in between them. The sun's sure, spinning sure. over there. You people
0: yeah. got problems, yeah. man. Absolutely. Spinning over there. I'm Tim yeah. Gettys. Joining me, as always, is the producer slash seducer, Nick Scarpino. Hello. We have the Nitro Rifle, Andy Cortez. It's a good movie, man. Was good we got movie. the big dog, Kevin Coelho. This guy makes good movies, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we got Greg motherfucking Miller.
1: Andy, as we record this, you know, breaking news that the NRA filed for bankruptcy. I'm real sorry that it's such hard times over there for the Nitro Rifle Association.
4: Actually, I got a lot of tweets about that different Nitro, <laughs> different NRA, actually.
3: Oh, I, I got scared
1: oh. myself. Are you going to move on the trademark then when they go bankrupt and they're well, going? I mean, look,
4: we're already taking over NRA.TV. Like, they they already got rid of that domain a long time ago. Like, we're, okay. we're, we're encroaching in a lot of papers, a lot of trades being made. Um, sure, sure.
0: Bonermonger.com about to be a real, real <laughs> hard one for everybody. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Bonermonger.com has been a hard one for every. <laughs>
4: yeah.
0: uh, this is in review where we rank and review movies. We do two different franchises each and every week right here on youtube.com/slash kind of funny. Currently, we are doing the Edgar Wright movies and the John Wick movies. It's very, really? very exciting. What it, I, you gotta love when in review is just a bunch of quality movies. Oh it's just such a different vibe from It some feels nice. The slosh that we've had to tread through yeah you know jesus christ transformers anyways you can watch on youtube you can watch it later on on youtube or roosterteeth.com you can also listen to it as a podcast or search for kind of funny reviews on your favorite podcast service if you want to watch the show as it's being recorded or if you want the show ad free you should go to patreon.com slash kind of funny where you could also write your reviews in haiku form and we will read them at the end of the episode uh without further ado let's start talking about it hot fuzz a runtime of two hours and one minute making it one of the longer edgar wright movies uh released february 16th 2007 the year i graduated high school directed by edgar wright a budget of 15 million dollars with a box office of 80.7 million dollars after the huge success of Shaun of the dead simon pegg and edgar wright were given free reign to do whatever they wanted on their next film and this is what they wanted to do cool good for them greg miller I know you're a big shot of the dead guy. Yeah. You're a big hot fuzz guy. Where you at?
1: So it's an interesting question, Timothy Geddes, and I appreciate you asking it. The answer is no. I like hot fuzz. Don't get me wrong. Hot fuzz is a a great film. I had a lot of fun watching last night. It's not about the quality of it. It's just not the subject matter for me, right? Like I watched this, and I can't wait to talk to Nick about it because I'm watching this last night, and you know it's my first time viewing it, I think, since we've probably done Kind of Funny, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And it is one of those things of just like, Oh, man, this must be for Nick and especially Josh McCuga What Shaun of the Dead is for me of taking my favorite or one of. But for me, with zombies, my favorite kind of, uh, you know, zombie horror or my favorite horror Dude. fiction and get, doing a parody and making a really smart comedy about it. And as you all know, when you guys are like, we're doing uh Whatever action movie and review, I'm usually like, all right, I'll see you guys later. Have some fun. <laughs> and so like watching this last night, it's like, oh, like I love this movie. Like I it, for sure. But it's not one that I was ever like, I need to watch this over and over and over again. I must, this must have been yesterday. Like, I don't know, my third, fourth time seeing it. Like, I don't have not like Shaun of the Dead, which I've watched, you know,
0: hundreds and hundreds of times. And it being your third or fourth time watching it. Are, are you higher on it than you used to be or? no i mean it's an it's the same thing where i think it's a great movie i think it's hilarious i
1: think it's funny you know throughout the movie jen kept going i love this movie like Mm -hmm. i like you know and and so like it's the normal push and pull i think of like usually when we talk about what's uh you know uh critically thinking about something and like trying to be as objective as possible like what's the better movie but what's my favorite movie kind of Mm -hmm. thing like i would still always side with sean sean's that way with me but i can't sit here and watch this and not like Think about how brilliant this movie is, right? When we get to just—I mean, like crusty jugglers, like everything. When when you get the big reveal, and again, having watched it and known it, like watching Jen watch it for the first time, and like she's trying to guess who the killer is, and then when we got to the reveal that right, it's the entire town's council or whatever. Like she didn't see that coming, and she enjoyed that turn. And then on top of that, I think it's so funny to see them all repeating themselves and still doing the twin stuff and still echoing what the normal town council was,
0: right? Andy Cortez, what are your thoughts?
4: yeah i mean this is just another one of my favorite movies of all time (laughs) it's just like put it in the list with all the other ones and most of the other edgar wright movies uh i i don't know when it comes to just being a a when it comes to being a creative movie it's just it's unrelenting and basically just copy paste everything i said about Shaun of the dead and put it here and just replace the movie titles because like edgar wright just it's like writing a really really good song where you don't want to be too repetitive with the callbacks but you want to be catchy enough to when those moments mm-hmm. hit they matter mm-hmm. and again just when it comes to being such an artful movie with you know that just little stuff little stuff that i've missed here and then through a bunch of different watch-alongs but then you know they're sitting down and watching the movie and simon Payne goes you're pulling my leg And then the next scene is the killer pulling the dead person by their legs. And it's just it's all those little moments that are just so artful. And so they're so thought out that you don't always necessarily think of them. But it's just it's just the perfect kind of creative movie, the a movie for a movie that creative people can really, really enjoy and and respect because of just how much work is put into every scene. And just like Shaun of the Dead, there is like no wasted time. Everything is. It, it, it has purpose every line of dialogue every character they introduce because sure enough those lines are going to be brought back later on and yeah i just i i think this movie is like a, like by decimal points a little bit less creative than Shaun of the dead or, and maybe just because we saw a lot of what Shaun of the Dead had to offer but i think this movie is funnier and i just i get a lot more big laughs as opposed to like, "Huh, that's really clever." I get like really big laughs out of this movie every time because of all the ridiculous action movie tropes. It's just it's just great. Great movie.
2: Nick, what about you? Dude, dude the part that there's multiple parts in movie that always get me. And yeah, Tim answering your other question. And for Christ's sake, the cornerstone of this movie is Point Break and Bad Boys 2. So there's just <laughs> no possible way when I saw this and for the first time, it, you, remember when Greg said One of the reasons why he loved um, Mallrats was because it was the first time anyone really talked about like comic books in a real way, in a meaningful way on screen. When they bring up Point Break and he was like, have you ever shot your gun in the air and (laughs) gone, oh, I mixed range of emotions from laughter to like. Does somebody else love this movie as much as I do? Like, this can't possibly be. And then to get the callback at the end when he's about to shoot his dad, he goes, oh,
4: <laughs> come on, it kills me. You know me. it's coming. You know it's coming. You and know it's
2: coming. It's genius, right? Yeah. Also, all of the imagery, all of the matched shots from Point uh, from Bad Boys 2 when they get up and the camera's revolving around and the, the typical, like, Bad boy shot, you know, the, yeah. the Michael Bay shot. So good. But the parts, the the things that get me so much about this movie are the little parts, right? The, there's a moment with the Andes. First off, the fact that they call me the Andes is just completely ridiculous. <laughs> and it must have been improv. It had to have been improv. But it is my favorite moment in any Edgar Wright movie. I didn't know what <laughs> you thought of. the guys looks, they, but they're both looking. And then he comes back in frame for a second and goes out. <laughs> and he gets me every... Fucking time, and I know it's so. coming because you I'm could gr- just tell those guys were just having a blast filming that scene. You See, know?
1: I, th- I thought for sure you were gonna do the one instead from the supermarket when they turn that the corner too. with Nicholas Angel and, and, and the, one of the Andy goes, "Don't don't go out there being a twat." And he yeah, does <laughs> that, like action, with, like yeah, sign of respect,
4: boob. Don't go being a twat. I wouldn't give you the satisfaction. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, they're, they're all like fucking I mean, in it together. I it's die so every time. So I, I die every um, time. That and <laughs> that and when
1: uh, both in the front, but especially in the back when the the they're out of frame and the fucking waste bin comes in and hits yep. them in the head. Yep. <laughs> every one of those with Nick Frost and Simon Pegg, I think is the funniest fucking. I thing. love the
3: trash um, can joke.
2: To me, when I first watched this movie, I didn't like it as much. I don't think I got it as much in theaters mm-hmm. as because I was expecting Shaun of the Dead, which I think is a tighter, um, at the time, I thought was more clever movie. And I still think it kind of is. I'm kind of with Andy on that where I think that that genre twist on that genre is a little bit more clever than this. But one other, But watching it back last night, I enjoyed it so much more than I thought I was going to. And I liked it a lot when I first saw it. But I think there's just something that they nailed about the buddy cop odd couple aspect of it. That just made it so fun to watch Simon Pegg and Nick Frost kind of get to know each other. And it's a very endearing relationship. And obviously, like, they teach each other the things they need to know to, like, grow as humans and then overcome the entire town being psychopathic killers. Um, An amazing act,
0: uh, to back that up, Nick, that I love is true is the first and many drafts of the script included a love interest for nicholas named victoria she was cut from uh the final draft but a good amount of her dialogue was straight up given to danny often without any changes that's awesome
3: it's awesome it (laughs) it comes
2: through right like they legitimately have an affection for each other it's it's love um and 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 like when he goes to buy him the japanese lily, lily yeah and he goes, "You did?" He's like, "Yeah, sorry." He's like, well, "Where is it now?" He's like, "It's on the floor of the thing." It's like, "There's," it's very. I mean, from, yeah. he's obviously taken aback by the fact that someone wanted to give him this gift and actually treats him like a real human being. And it, um, I love this movie.
3: Kevin, <laughs> go for it. Uh, I was going to say, just jump off that that moment. It's like, and then it's it it continues because he's like, oh, "I wonder if I can get in the evidence room, water it." evidence room in water and it's like yeah probably and he's like yeah that's right yeah it's so it, that's so cool i i enjoy this movie a lot uh and same thing this is probably like my fourth or fifth time watching it watching it I, I feel like the first two times it just i was expecting Shaun of the dead and i i think Shaun of the dead has better quicker humor that is just like they set up and immediately bang. There's the the punchline, and they move on. and They keep doing that over and over. This just, I think this movie has a more compelling story where it's like Shaun of the Dead. It's cool that they're they're going on this journey and they want to survive. But like, I I don't really care where they're going. Oh, they're going to the their their pub. Great. You know, it's it's more of just being on with them with the journey. With this movie, I'm like. Fucking who's doing this, you know? And like, once you know, it's like I'm trying to look around for the signs. Like when there's that chase scene where he's following him from the florist. Like I'm looking around, being like, can I see any of them hiding now that I know that it's it's a group yeah, of right. them and that's why they're doing yeah. that? Um, so I think this one has a more interesting story. That being said, man, like the the like the editing is still good, but like now we know the tricks, so now when we're seeing some things, it's like. It's not like, wow, that's so clever. It's like, oh, they're doing it like they did in that in in that one scene in well, but said, know, they even yeah. play well, with yeah. it,
2: right? They even play with that in that one scene where he's like, What's the matter, Danny? Afraid of little obstacles? And he hops over the fence and you think he's gonna fall. Yeah, but he hops he over just the first nails it. And then does like a triple Lindy over yep. the third yeah. one? And you're like, clearly <laughs> not him. And, and then, then Danny it, just it, runs right? barrels through <laughs> it.
1: Yeah, through, I, yeah, I burst out laughing there too. I God, burst out it's laughing so there
2: good. too. So good. And that's the thing is I don't know.
1: I don't know. It might be cheating because I've seen Sean so many times and I know it's so beat for beat. But, like, even that one, yeah, the callback, you know, never heard of a shortcut before. Like, I laugh when Danny barrels through it. Because I think think Nick Frost is so much better in this. And, again, it might be the role of Danny versus the role of Ed. But even still, like, there's just so many... Laugh out loud moments in this. Like uh, dude, when fucking uh I almost said Sean, but when uh, uh Nicholas Angel uh comes back into town, right? And he just runs and drop kicks that fucking lady <laughs> with the shotgun. <laughs> like that's just you're you're in his <laughs> <hysterics>. <laughs> that, that, got, well,
0: that got a, that 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 got a guttural laugh ball. out loud
2: from D last night. She's she could not help but laugh at
4: that. That was good
0: in 2007 when i was in high school and this movie first came out i I remember i was telling you guys last week i watched out of the dead and it was one of those pretentious things where it's like i felt better than everyone else just because i was watching it even if i didn't fucking understand it uh hot fuzz was that times a thousand where i was like i'm going to watch this movie i'm going to get access to this movie somehow debatably legally and I'm gonna watch it, and I'm gonna laugh, and it's gonna be funny. And I remember watching it, and being like, I just don't get it. This stuff is not for me. I just am missing something. And then when there is the reveal towards the end, and it, uh, when shit hits the fan, and the farmers have the shotguns, G drop kicks. The moment the drop kick happened, I was like, Okay, is this my favorite movie I've ever seen? Like, yeah. this is fucking insanity. Because in Kevin was talking about Shaun of the Dead being a lot quicker in terms mm-hmm. of jokes. This is all about build up and payoff, <laughs> yep. and yep. the payoff mm-hmm. is. Utterly fantastic every single time. Like whether it's the action scene stuff that they build up and then have the payoffs of the action scenes, the slow mo uh, done by Gavin Free, very oh, cool. Really? Oh really? I didn't oh, know that. One of his, his first ever things uh, working on the Phantom camera. Uh, but just like the way they set up jokes, the way they set up relationships, and like all of it pays off in in the end in a way that's like, damn, this is actually fucking brilliant. We talked about Sean of the Dead being like, is this a perfect movie? I'm like, these might be two back to back perfect yeah. or almost perfect movie. Sure. But one thing I love so much about the action movie stuff, specifically uh Bad Boys and all that is Bad Boys 2 is not point break. Point break is like okay, they're making references to a movie that's older. Bad Boys 2 came out 3 years before this movie yeah. came out. Like <laughs> they, do. they I love that they're revering a modern movie. Like that's so <laughs> fucking funny. <laughs> What's up Nick?
2: i was gonna say um I'm, I'm right there with you right i remember watching this movie in theaters being like and that was one of the reasons why prior to this i would have ranked it under sean of the dead i was thinking like god this is a really like, kind of slow movie and it is all build up for what i like to call the punch that shit moment and it was at that moment you see for you it was it was the the drop kick for me it was the punch that shit and i was like oh my god this whole thing was just like almost like a joke on us that we they were going to just yeah. it's going to turn into an action movie it's going to turn into bad boys too this is genius it's genius <laughs>
3: Kevin go ahead uh, yeah um, at that moment that you're talking about to me that that is like just solid proof of how much Edgar Wright matured where it's like oh hey I'm gonna set up this joke in like the first third of the movie where he talks about the farmer and his mom both having guns and oh, then yeah. you see it and it's just like this is so brilliant it's it like with the, the Shaun of the Dead, it's set up and, and punchline. And this one is set up, wait, 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 punchline, kick to the face. And it's like, oh, I love when they go full action. Because
2: the oh. joke is from the Andy, right? And he says, well, everyone's got – every farmer and his mother has guns here. And then he, and then when he presses him, he goes, who has guns? He goes, farmers. And who else? And the-, the mothers.
3: <laughs> well, he says <laughs> the farmer's dumb. name and his mother. Yeah, but yeah. It's, and then you it's, see it like, and they do. They do.
4: Guns. i mean i mean uh, it's it's the same uh, we're talking about that joke kevin and nick and we're also like the 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 oh, what's his name the the statue man or whatever God, seeing him goal. seeing him dead in dead the pile yeah <laughs> it's just like, it's so, just, it's so good. good every callback's phenomenal but again with these edgar wright movies these movies kind of showed me a new way that movies could be made where i had never seen anything like them until i saw these movies where everything before this had been a standard action movie or you know i'd I'd seen you know giant epics or whatever you know lord of the rings and stuff those are all just like those are all different types of movies but i put this in a category all to its own because i just i didn't know that anybody had the brain to make a movie this way and and execute it well and have every joke kind of be called back in a perfect way killer they're just they're so good they're so damn good.
0: Was, well, I what's also interesting wondered. about that, Andy, is like it's a parody, but it's a smart parody. It's not a lowest common denominator scary movie, mm-hmm. you know, hot shots type. For sure. Okay, let's yeah. just take the thing and then make that thing a joke. Whereas with this, it's kind of like take the thing, have some commentary about it, and make an even funnier joke than the original thing was. Like They're, yeah. they're
1: fans playing with the genre, right? Same that, way they were with zombies. And
2: yeah. they're skating the line between parody and homage, right? And they even talk about homage or homage, homage. as they say in this um and i think i think it's absolutely right i think it's so clever and i want to give a huge shout out to the fact that like n- looking back on the last like you know 15 or 20 years of cinema and obviously it's gotten more worldly with things that are um what, what are you guys pointing at what's they're trying here? to
3: make their hand i had my hand raised but it's fine
2: now, now we're making my um, hand into yeah they're the making
3: a, a long hand got it
2: um as as you look back and see the supporting cast of this and how all of the those people have gone on to just do obviously amazing things not the least of which was i mean bill nye comes back you got martin freeman at the very beginning of this you've got olivia coleman Oscar who i don't know olivia if you guys want award winner yeah. <laughs> like I'm right now just, <laughs> just crushing it as the queen on the crown on netflix which if you haven't watched is unbelievable this is not a bosh moment you should absolutely be watching bosh and the queen um <laughs> so it is and the queen but like that whole crew of people are all like they're just awesome and they're they're just great actors so the fact that got all that i mean for christ's sake we got not one but two harry potter alums in this movie it's great i mean Kate blanchett's in it and never takes off her mask it's not even credited is that that that. Kate blanchett
1: yeah she's the one who's just the eyes oh my uh, god nicholas angel's girlfriend
0: that's so funny i had no idea i was trying to
2: figure out who that was i was trying to place it that's That's
0: do you know who santa claus was no because remember santa stabbed him in the beginning of the movie yeah yeah
4: father christmas peter jackson Whoa. Really?
3: That's fucking hilarious.
4: <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, those uh, Hobbit movies you like? <laughs> oh Jesus! Anyway, I I, I,
3: I did want to mention that, like, yeah, they do. Oh yeah, Kevin was first. Kevin was first. Yeah, yeah, thanks. I just one one thing that I think is also a big deal that kind of gets glossed over with this is like, uh, what's his face is lame. Like, but they make him so cool. The main guy. What's uh damn? Uh, Nicholas Angel. Simon Pegg.
2: Simon Pegg, Like,
3: yeah. when, you, when you were introduced, it's like, all right, he's going to be the badass hero, and by the first, like, ten minutes when, like, his whole department is like, you're too good at what you do, you're kind of like, oh, fuck, that sucks, and by the end, he is the badass with the glasses and the, like, unnecessarily deep voice, and, like, I'm fully on board, you know? Like, he doesn't come off the orig- like uh, in the first place as, like, this cool badass, but by the end, I'm a thousand percent committed with him on the horse (laughs) and the double shotguns. Well, but I I I guess I don't I guess I don't
4: really need to be convinced by it because I think they do a good job. Like we know who Simon Pegg is. I would never, ever picture him be a badass. But the fact that they're playing so comedically with it, where they're talking about his accolades or whatever. And, you know, he does the little stop on the bike and looks at the camera a couple of times. You get those stupid shots and you know what they're going for. Um, But I do want to say that, you know, we were talking earlier about how. You know this movie is essentially like a, a pretty big parody on action movies i don't necessarily feel it does that until the final act of the movie uh i, I just meant like what i meant was like I, we had never watched i had never watched a movie like this or Shaun of the dead that just has that comedic styling of silly line walk, walks you know the the hag line or yeah, but, yeah, yeah. you know uh, the you know fascist. That, that the <laughs> fascist the clever lines with the crossword puzzles or when he walks up and They're chasing the the thief and he goes, mothers, and it's a bunch of moms like holding their kids and like with their kids and strollers and like every little line of dialogue like that, that's just so clever. And I think to myself, they could have not done that. They could have just had anything else and just continued on with the story. But they decided to fit that joke in there and fit that joke in there. And it just it's always just it's so nonstop. All of the all the comedic lines. And that's why Mm -hmm. I respect it so much, because it's this. This and Shaun of the Dead are two of the most or are two of the least lazy movies I've ever watched, if that makes any sense, where they just didn't, you know, they could have probably cut some lines out here and there, but they just went full on out. And I respect the hell out of them. Go ahead, Nick.
2: I was going to piggyback off what Kevin was talking about, how like at the beginning you think he's kind of lame, right? You think he's a little bit of an overachiever. And that's how you that's how his whole squad sees him, right? But what's so great about this is like, and this was so great about what Eddie Wright's doing here and what he did in Tron of the Dead, was he just nails the relationships. Um, Simon Mm -hmm. Pegg's character, Nick Angel, is not awesome because he's missing that one thing that will allow him to be awesome, and Nick Frost's character fills that in for him, right? He gives him the, the, the belief that, hey, you have a friend, and you can't be cool, but you just gotta learn how to balance that out and turn it off a little bit, and then you'll get to that next level, and then together they do. And That's when just it, Danny, he throws it, I can. <laughs> I'll show you when he throws in the shotgun, and Nick Frost does the one-handed Terminator cock. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. fucking a this movie vlogs. Come on, yeah,
0: it really uh-huh.
2: does. Let's get into it.
4: It's plot time. Go ahead, Greg. I don't have a plot song. They didn't do any like cool songs in this. <laughs> Andy, we just oh, you just you just complimented this. You know, finding
1: a way and getting the joke in there and not being smart and not half-assing it. And that's how you're
4: going to fucking do this plot. You pay me the same as Edgar Wright. Fuck, you're right. I should have come up with a song. I should have come up with a song. <laughs> it's never too late. Just go right now. I'll
1: give you the beat. See, was that hard? Not me and hard. Nick just made a fucking track. Guess what? January 2022, we're selling that on a CD to these idiot kids who watch the programs. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Hot Fuzz. We're going to talk about... Yeah, I'm sorry. Nick, we have something already.
2: Can we call that track Yum-Dub number two?
4: <laughs> the we have I just, to now. We have to now. Yeah. You know, I just, I just to. want a picture, like you know, uh, Timbaland in the in the theater uh, or in the in the studio, rather, with a, like a hot rapper, like, all right, give me a beat, Timbaland that- zim 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 zim, 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 zim. <laughs> <laughs> and if that and that's what would separate the Vanilla
1: Ice's from the Snoop Dogs, because Snoop Dogg would be like, got it, let's go, bam, and there'd be a song. Vanilla ice would be you and be like, oh, my skate's not tied. <laughs> that was a Tanya Harding <laughs> reference. <laughs> anyways, everybody meet what? Nicholas. <laughs> <laughs> Why? everybody meet Nicholas angel. Uh, he's London's top cop. Uh, you know, there's, I mean, just from the very beginning, right? Like as soon as you come out of it, it's just this long walk of him walking to the front desk of the police station forever. And when he gets there, we'll run through all of his accolades, of course, top in his class, the excellent marksman. He's been stabbed in the hand, uh, you know, a, a, a million collars, everything else. And by the way, I feel like this is going to be a top level one. So feel free, please to dial into your favorite jokes as we go through this one, uh, cast, except Andy, who let me down today. Um, you, you know
2: we're
1: see nick was there nick's always there for me this is why right. andy as much as you try you'll never be an asshole all right me and nick are the assholes <laughs> we're, <laughs> com- <be laughs> we're
2: committed to that making sure the other like flourishes you'll, you'll just, <laughs> no matter how many times you apply you'll you'll always get just you'll never be an asshole when they will
4: you'll never try all right yeah, there's so such right. a small amount of the venn diagram here people that understand that joke so many people
1: turned it off when they were like wait is he talking about me did he just call me an idiot
3: Meanwhile, in
1: the live chat, Mike L goes, ha ha, that's us. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm talking about (laughs) over here. anyways God, it. it was gonna be like we're gonna have like no plot but it's gonna go up uh so yeah this is what we were already talking about right uh he gets called into a superior's office and you know told hey we're finally making you a sergeant you're gonna go do it at this little village and nicholas angel's like i don't want to go to a small village i'm doing a lot of good here you know he has a life he has a peace lily uh it keeps escalating through bosses until yeah they call in the guy from love actually uh and of course uh, philip from Shaun of the dead uh who's hey, like um, no no you you are leaving this is the thing so i kept
3: really quick just the the setup and cut to similar to like when they were sitting in the bar, you know, having the conversation about the friend, they'd cut over and the friends were there. Yeah, and like they the like, hey, you really want me to escalate it? And like two seconds later, the person was waiting already. Right in the there. next spot, He's yeah, there. Because yeah, like this exactly has all been planned happen. out. Every step was. Well, well,
4: let's see what the rest of the force thinks of this. Yeah, and he turns <laughs> and they're all there. and They pop the champagne. It's just dead quiet.
1: Because, right? yeah, we're Sean. All right, Sean, damn it. Nicholas is too good at his job. So they're sending him. They're busting him out there so they don't look bad and all get fired. Right. So, uh, you know, he's got to go talk to his girlfriend. He goes to talk to his girlfriend, who, as I said, was Kate Blanchett. But, you know, they, she's uncredited and completely hidden. So it's just something you'd have to know at a crime scene right he's outside Uh, he has a very analytical conversation with her in there right at first confusing which one is her because there's just a good person standing there. he's like I'm not her I'm not her that's her this whole scene
0: brilliant pace in terms of comedy like I I love him showing up on the phone like I don't want to do it over the phone and he has just that look of just like fuck I'm on the phone I'm on the phone (laughs) yeah it's stupid but it's fucking funny as hell combined with everything else going on because him walking in talking to the wrong person it's just like it's so stupid but then immediately is funny when he ends up talking to the right one it's just like Edgar Wright just gets the the setup punchline pacing of like keeping people surprised and never knowing if it's going to be yes Literally like so is. there's musical. a rhythm to it but it's never always just one two three five yeah. one two three. and that's it's what like, I'm saying like that's what I meant ups, there's things, that's,
4: that's what I meant with the it's it's writing a great song it is not overly repetitive where it needs to be like it, it, it can be when you feel like it, the situation calls for it but yeah, I don't know. It's it's so musical in a way and um and I also love the line of Yeah, oh, so what's the situation here? Well, this and that. Or, no, I'm talking about here. And she mentions that it's something that's messy or whatever. He goes, are are we still talking talking about a situation? Like, (laughs) It's just, it's also, it's so fucking clever, man. It's so clever. Well, I mean, that's Uh the whole thing of this whole conversation, right?
1: Again, like, we're already talking about some of the jokes we've seen here, but it is, you know, especially to come all the way back, having seen it, and this is a multiple view of like, I definitely, yes, the third act is such a parody of an action flick or a buddy cop flick or whatever, right? But so is this beginning, right? Except it's still in the joke universe. They're doing it, right? Where Kate Blanchett shit's laying into him right i'm just like she does the thing where she tears off her safety glasses but like it's just her eyes exposed and she's just railing her like you know the whole thing of like you're so into your job you can't see what's going on in the relationship yeah, yeah. and then he's like whatever he said he says and she- she's like you're the one who said that and he's like guilty people often to make the first move right like that's it's so like funny. such it's a so ham-fisted like ah uh, you can feel it like where like there's pangs of michael bay in it right mm-hmm. but at the same time he's like it's it, you're seeing somebody else aren't you and she's like how did you know and he's like that's what i do and it's dave and she's like or whatever the name is, it's not Dave, does yeah, it's, it's just whatever. Dave. Look like yeah. somebody had D into Kinda, it's Pete, or whatever it is. And his guy looked and he exactly looks
3: exactly like the same, obviously. I love the- thing he waves because they can just all hear the conversation there. Yeah, right. exactly exactly, yeah. exactly. but it's exactly, totally right. a fake
2: voice they added in afterward yeah, They're yeah, like yeah, like yeah, are. Jackson for a couple seconds like he just say this word i also love that the scene culminates with him like leaving Again, not
1: being not being able to get out of the job right like he can't and he can't, and he can't right. even focus on he's the like, breakup you know, that, that he's going through right here as she's talking because you do realize that window's broken from the inside <laughs> everyone reacts to it right uh from there it's you know he's gonna he was living in the uh the uh like police academy or whatever with a bunch of the recruits whatever because he was on the outs of this girlfriend uh he packs up all stuff including his peace lily we get uh frank butterman uh you know who will be his new uh police constable or whatever no that's not right his police chief whatever they call it over there uh and then it's him on the you know train doing a bunch of different stops to get all the way out to the country in the middle of nowhere uh he finally gets to where he's going his place isn't ready he goes to the hotel checks in there this is where we get the fascist
4: (laughs) hag and then also the weird thing of like you've always been here he's like what are you talking about oh i thought you were my husband I do want to call it also, um, I had watched a video a long time, an essay a long time ago on this movie. um, And it was uh, movies with Mikey from Film Joy. And mentioned about how how many other movies get lazy when they are trying to show a change in scenery and transportation. Mm -hmm. And how it's usually just a person kind of like sitting out their car and looking out the window and seeing the road drive. But in this we are we're seeing all the different cuts of the train and in the taxi and all this other stuff, but then the cell phone losing service kind of yeah. showing that he's leaving the big city. And it's all mm-hmm. those little hints that make this infinitely more interesting than just a car driving down a road. One and train camera, ride with a piece lily yeah. and yeah. And a camera kind of like panning out, you know? Yeah, it's just it's so creative. Uh, once he's checked into his room, it's a, a small little dingy thing. The castle room, right?
1: Uh, he immediately is like, well, I got to get out of here. So he goes into town, goes to the local pub, goes in there, meets the new owners. Uh, they immediately know it hits him, obviously, because there's no one else new in town. It's such a small town. There's no news. They all knew the police sergeant, Nicholas Angel, would be coming through. Um, can we? B- can I borrow the newspaper? You can. We're, like, we're not fans of it, right? And this is the... He put me down as what is it he put me down as 56 when i'm really 53.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so good. yeah whatever the fun <laughs> thing here for you greg uh yeah. the town is actually the town that edgar wright grew up in oh really so that's like when they're like oh yeah you can do whatever the fuck you want he's like i want to shoot an action movie in my hometown and he actually worked at the supermarket that oh really got oh. it yeah and um the they, the town was kept Completely the same as it was. They, they were trying not to like add too much shit or like change too much shit. But the one thing that they had to do is digitally remove a church because apparently having a, a church is the thing that changes the definition of a, a town and a village and uh, something mm-hmm. or other. Oh, over there. okay. And they really wanted it to specifically be a village.
3: Did they add the Uh, church? Because there's the church. Some type of church. I'm not good with
0: this stuff, but like, there was something they had to remove and change because they're like, or else by definition, it's not what we're saying it is. That's That's interesting. That's That's funny. funny. That's a lot
3: of detail in there that, like, I don't think Edgar Weird semantics. Also, did y'all know that Edgar Wright was British?
4: Yeah.
1: I can't tell if Duke Kevin's doing the thing where he uh, fucks yeah, i fucking around, I'm fucking around, fucking i I mean, good. that happens a lot with acting. It was good. But I don't know. <laughs>
4: yeah, but.
1: Um, so he orders a cranberry juice and he's just sitting there, right? But uh, as usual, he can't turn it off. And he looks, he hears wh- a kid laughs and it's way too young of a laugh. And he looks over there. And then we get the, if you're, you know, because who knows, you know, it, I assumed over in, fucking Britain at 8, 12 you can start drinking right and they're just still dueling in the streets to settle their arguments and then they got to call each other so they start the you know the they start knocking rocks together and you got to go and like they're doing this whole thing that's where it's Ireland, like this confusing Greg, signs Ireland. signs thing where they're like hitting the rocks and then but that's how they you know because they don't have phones this yeah. was the joke is how do you communicate they're
4: communicating it, yeah Okay. um anyway. so
1: we, we, see, we see the Harry
4: we see Harry Potter's bulk and skull one of the guys from the from, he's one of the Harry Potter kids Huh. Yeah, one, one of the underage kids was one of, was like the Bulk and Skull of the Harry Potter universe or the two little asshole kids who like mm. who are friends with uh, uh, dra- Draco dra- Malfoy. Dra- yeah, you know. I was oh, going to say Drape.
0: <laughs> drape. <laughs> uh, this is jumping ahead a little bit, but in terms of not cameos, I guess just actors. Do you guys know who Lurch is?
4: Yeah. yeah. Game of Thrones.
0: I did not recognize it until I saw his name in the thing. I'm like, Wait, what who the is fuck? he in that's Game of Thrones? Yeah. Oh,
3: the Hound. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah,
1: there was a great thing uh, that got big when Game of Thrones is huge. He did a panel somewhere about Game of Thrones, and someone asked him a question about
4: Sean or uh, about Harp, and he did the Yarp. <laughs> Yarp, and the place went
1: fucking crazy. The place Yarp. went
4: fucking crazy. Yeah, it was for me when watching Game of Thrones. I was like, Oh my god, that's fucking Yarp from. <laughs> no, <it's laughs> that's <helpful>. a Yarp guy <laughs> <type laughs> from Hot <laughs> He's such um, a big so- dude.
1: Yeah, yeah he's huge right Sorry, um he was around and arrests everybody right and there's a bunch of good jokes here of like you know when's your birthday <laughs> july 26th what year every, every year, year. Every get out. year right? <laughs> and then i like the last one he gets to the kid just like eh! and he's like get out uh so yeah he throws everybody out of the bar uh which of course you know pisses off the owners as he just sits there and it's just him and uh, uh nick frost uh you know eventually it's and they, we count. get the first we get the first reference of for the greater good um, in this oh moment. yeah, yeah. Keeps yeah. him in here. Keeps him off the streets, right? Off for the greater good, good, kind of thing. Uh, 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 Nicholas Angel leaves. He goes outside. Uh, you know, he notices the fountain where the kids had been sitting in their hoodies before, We're not the same kids from the bar. Uh, he walks over there. There's a plaque there with a whole bunch of names, which will be the people from the round table later on. Uh, there's also a piece of graffiti. Uh, he hears from behind him, uh, Danny trying to get into his car, turns around, he's like, Nothing about driving, I don't even know. Uh, goes back mm-hmm. to it, doing it, but Danny gets in his car real quick, all, reverses, almost hitting him. Uh, Nicholas Angel pulls him out of the car, says he's taking the police. to to the police station. Where is that? Uh, they start walking to the police station. They run into a kid uh, urinating in public, who turns and urinates on Danny. They grab him, and then by the time he gets to the police station, he has rounded up a whole bunch of the drunk kids, including one kid with a cone on his head, which I appreciate. Uh, walks in there. We meet the, the one of the identical twins who works behind the desk, and another joke that they never make a big deal about being a joke. Uh, well, then, so another know, like another they never show
2: payoff to it. it just, yeah. we, at, the we, yeah. at the
1: very, very end they're together. Nobody tells me nothing. And that's that's supposed to be the oh, that's they're yeah. two yeah. different yeah. people if you didn't put that together.
0: Well, so the other thing too is there's a lot of visual clues that they're different people. Like the hair. I, it's the weird. Hair, I was to, yeah, I, mean, yeah. I was trying to read the Easter eggs and understand like the point of this, but it's some British shit over my head. But they're always reading books, and the right. books are by authors that have <laughs> last names that are pronounced the same but are spelled differently. That's and so dirty. Like, it's, it's really, really fucking dirty. But hey, yeah, I mean, I'm just I the respect. messenger of the facts. Okay? I, th- I think
4: just on the surface level, it's one of them is always more alert than the other. The other one's always pissed off and he's he's a curmudgeon. But you're not in the moment. You're supposed to think it's the same person with a bad memory. And just like you're not supposed to know they're twins throughout the movie until That's the weird. very end where you go, oh, that oh, we see both of them now. Now we understand why. Why they look so different, and why their I hair is like always like disheveled at night or whatever?
3: They shouldn't have had different hair then, or like it should have been slightly closer, you know. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Like they should have just worn a different hat and been like, "Oh, that's weird." At night, he wears this hat. Yeah, because even like
4: Nicholas Angel doesn't recognize that they are some detective. He is <laughs> some yeah, detective. Man. Because yeah, they w- when they when he goes in the morning looking for Danny and is like. Where's the guy we locked up? He's like, "What are you talking about?" And that, like, of course, the person on the clock then doesn't know what he's talking about because he wasn't working. So at that point, yeah, Nicholas that Angel just assumes sense. that they're together. That what sense. I was
1: looking for is Morse code, everybody. <laughs> about five minutes ago, I was like, they're hitting rocks together and they're going click click, and I was like, what is that called? Fuck, it was, Morse I,
3: fucking code. It Thank you, make everybody. Click sounds.
1: It's- I well, when I'm talking, the rocks didn't make sense either, Kev. But I was going tap tap, you know what I mean? Like, in my head, I was getting there, and it's just Friday, and the tire, yeah. we didn't click. I, we didn't I'd like click. To, Greg, but, you would be wait, the kid with quick.
0: the coat on his head. I just want to say that, at sure, the, yeah, at,
1: at that moment, I, I got um, you. Know what you know, I have uh, you what. 3 tickets in my life. One for an illegal U-turn, one for speeding, which I was unable to use for underage drinking because I was able to forge it into being my ID cuz back in the day Illinois chicken license. And then the other ticket I have is urinating in public. So there you go. I would have been I would have been multiples of these kids.
3: Greg, I want to take this opportunity now that we're touching back at that joke to apologize to all our Irish friends. I didn't mean to make a joke at your expense.
1: You, 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 you <laughs> I didn't apologize to the British people for saying oh, they use more good cuz I was know, thinking of the Titanic. The tap 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 tap. <laughs> But but I just wanted to that. apologize you to Irish because right? I didn't mean <laughs> you know it. I mean? I don't, I,
3: Irish kids, I don't think you're dumber than any other British kids.
1: How? how <laughs> but okay, so if you had, so taking, how smart do you think the American fans
3: are compared um, to the British kids? Way smarter, world, you know what I mean? They couldn't even beat us <laughs> back in the day.
2: I don't know. We did. We 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 had some beggars at this point. At one point, Tim alluded to that only England has books. I think that so I don't know how smart we are on this podcast. We should probably just move on with the plot. I'm teasing I mean, you, Tim. I know that was in the context of what you were saying.
4: But if,
1: yeah, Amy, Kevin, if Amy Gills is on this podcast, she would remember Morse code. Right? Kevin's
4: trying, trying to start a war with the whole eastern hemisphere where Greg is only going after Kansas people. I post- I, oh, my I, God. I hey,
1: everybody. I wind, like all the kids. jokes I was making about Morse code being over there because you have technology. That was a joke all the kansas people who are reading about this because someone they wrote it on the back of a bathroom stall on a truck stop <laughs> <laughs> fuck you that's what i say to you all right you pieces of garbage get out of here you things. unwashed i do wonder i do
2: wonder how many more subscribers we have on this channel if we haven't alienated all of kansas uh, I kansas just only has dial-up internet
1: it. so you wouldn't have that many more all right they're all over there going
2: figure, <laughs>
1: that's how they talk they to could, each other they could
2: download it right and they just watch the bar over the span. Out of Twelve hours. Download the seventeen-hour podcast. The internet is so Andy.
1: slow in Kansas. The internet is so slow in Kansas <laughs> that they think Colin still works. It kind of funny. Back to the plot. So we <laughs> we've gotten there. We're walking around. We arrest everybody. We walk them all in. We meet the t- one of the first <laughs> twins. Right then we have to do a whole bunch of paperwork and a whole bunch of paperwork. And it's a montage of them all getting their photos taken. And they got the cones on their head and they're taking them off and doing all stuff. Uh, but Nicholas he's up to the task and he does it all right. That's the first night, which is it's negative. You know one zero zero. Zero. That's in the bank. So then he goes home and goes to bed. Then he wakes up and he runs. And it's the first time we meet uh, James Bond himself, Skinner. Nick, do you like Timothy the, Dalton? Where, where does Timothy Dalton fall on your Bond? Uh, 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 he, down, he
2: holds yeah. a very, very, very special place in my heart because his was the first Bond movies I ever. Th- Remember seeing in theaters. That's actually, now that I say that, I'm dialing that back because I'm pretty sure I saw a view to a kill in theaters because it terrified me. Sure. So, but Timothy Bond was like, or Timothy Dalton was one of the Bonds of my youth. And so he'll always hold a special place in my heart. And actually, I think The Living Daylights is a pretty good Bond movie as well. Unfortunately, a License to Kill is garbage. um So take that for what it's worth.
0: I just love the idea that these guys are doing an action movie parody. And they're like, we're going up against James fucking Bond. And they're like, oh, it happened. That's just so rad and cool to think about Edgar Wright and Simon Pegg and Nick Frost just being like, oh, shit, it's fucking James Bond. Yeah, totally. He does a great job, too.
2: He does such a good job as he oh, He's so good, like He's yeah, so yeah, hamming yeah. it up the entire time. I'm a slasher. Take me in. <laughs> and he's We're like, like What is uh, wrong with Every you? time he drives yeah, by playing. and the songs that are playing is yeah, like, I yeah, love yeah. Rome- oh, oh,
1: Romeo. So funny. Yeah. So fucking good. Uh, so, yeah, we meet him. He's a fun run champion here in Sanford. uh And so, yeah, he's inter- making himself. He works, you know, introduce himself, works at the grocery store, yada, yada, yada uh uh nicholas angel uh goes into work and uh, you know Amelia wants to check on the drunk and the drunk tank goes there he's not there opens the cell he's not there he's gone who's gone danny it's danny danny works there he is a cop uh he's you know the police chief's son how he's got this uh gig they meet the chief they start walking around uh or they actually have a conversation then they everybody starts eating cake they're all walking around while they eat cake this is where we meet meet the Andes. this is where we meet the canine unit the guy who mumbles and has you know can't talk or whatever or doesn't talk in a way anybody can understand except people who've been there forever it's where we meet the queen is that who you identified her as
2: yeah mm-hmm. olivia holman and i it's somewhere it as uh, the mind. stepmom
1: and fleabag that's who that's who, that's, who, that's, who, that's my call touched on
2: oh right she was really good at that yeah, you guys was. blew my She's mind really that everything. you reminded me she got an academy award for for freaking uh the, the favorite,
1: favorite right yeah. the movie she was in you yeah know.
3: yeah. god what a but good just movie that awesome. was awesome yeah fucking weird uh,
1: so yeah we we meet the neighborhood watch here or the guy who leads the neighborhood watch not the neighborhood watch guy um Andes, and there's all the back and forth about it uh there's this is also where we establish i forget which one of them uh you know, he's putting on his vest right in the cop who has the kid who he the cop who also looks like that guy who's oh he looks like uh bill Hader to me um anyways
0: he does he, he does he's he like does.
1: Eh, you're not gonna get stopped or you're not they go to the bar you're not gonna get stopped you're not gonna get a uh, shot you're not gonna get stabbed here he's like i've been stabbed and it's the single most pa- you know painful experience in my life or whatever uh this establishes in danny's <laughs> the eyes second? the fact that <laughs> what was <the> <laughs> uh danny's eyes that you know like uh he's super cop he's done all this amazing stuff and that's where all the questions from like the movie start coming right about like i don't is it right away have you ever fired your gun in the air and all that yeah. stuff like, is that right here yeah yeah yeah. that's great yeah and he's quizzed him on all the movies he has or has not seen and stuff it's great and have you been in the high pursuit yeah yeah, yeah. Same the, the one
4: andy is that you got red on you again
1: okay. yeah see he's already slimmed down so much here right oh
4: yeah. wow yeah
1: yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah um from there we go and meet the neighborhood watch right yeah he he goes to the welcome party where they've made the flowers of like welcome sergeant or whatever they have a the table yeah N-W-A, <laughs> neighborhood watch association right is that what they call it mm-hmm. uh yeah and we you know get a whole bunch of characters here uh like uh the guy who works in the police station who has the vest who's always worried about the uh, hoodies like and they also established that the, you know that they're the best town right is that town is that what they were uh, Tim, you were saying it's very specific what they are. Village. Call it. It right? was best village, uh, right? Village. village yeah, yeah, best
0: village. And they're always up for that award. And so the yeah, judges is... of that, by the way, mm-hmm. are Edgar Wright and Simon Pegg's moms. Oh,
2: <laughs> that's awesome. That's, that's awesome. Really
0: cool. I
3: love how, like, just shocked they look when they're shot.
0: This episode of In Review is brought to you by our new YouTube channel, Kind of Funny Plays. You can go to kindoffunny.com. That's not right at all. Don't do that. You could. It wouldn't really help us, though. What would help us is if you go to youtube.com slash plays, hit that subscription button, hit the bell button so you're notified every time we upload something new, which, guess what, is going to be every single weekday. Every single time we do a stream over on twitch.tv slash Games, we will archive it over on youtube.com slash kind of funny plays uh we've seen a whole bunch of you going over there you've been showing a lot of love and we do really really appreciate it it's been a super fun 2021 so far can't wait to keep it up kevin's been doing a lot of real cool experimental stuff with multi-cam switching between gameplay and multiple people playing at once it's really cool stuff and uh, i can't wait for us to get even crazier with it as time goes on stay kept up with that journey at youtube.com slash kind of funny plays
1: and so yeah we uh we get this is you know them all talking about how they have to maintain uh this whole thing uh they do the the once around here which will be then of course mimicked in the end where we talk about janet and her twins uh we talk about uh you know the hoodies we'd seen, you know yeah the hoodie thing and then we also talk about the jugglers and how that that's coming up and all that jazz oh we I, i skipped before you know uh when in the police station when he's talking about the guy who was before simon pegg right there's one thing he had that you didn't have a great big bushy beard one of my favorite lines of the fucking <laughs> thing that'll be important when he goes in the hole right yeah uh, but this whole meeting builds up to like the fact they have the living statue right like their nemesis and how you know that's gonna lead down uh the whole thing and then from they here a blight a blight yeah yeah because uh, you know they gotta they gotta maintain what the village is yeah they don't uh, want
4: wander wanderers like squatters or people you know just kind of gypsies wandering everywhere gypsies, yeah
1: from here now there's not a montage but kind of a montage because we're establishing uh like you know I, I I get too caught up in it I'm sorry so there, this is where we get into the general day-to-day right so we go after the Swan uh we go and speak at a school which I think we cut away from a few times this is where he gets interviewed by Tim Messenger now you might say Greg wait you, this is just some uh, journalist guy why do you remember him I when we eventually get to talk to Edgar Wright and Simon Pegg yeah whether it be for this or something else you from I, know, I need to know who tim messenger is based on because i worked at the tribune with a man named tony messenger who was a pretty popular mid-missouri columnist and i think he might still be i'm not sure but like tim messenger looks exactly like tony messenger and i need to know if they had looked him up online they need no one will ever see this in missouri they probably thought we were like kansas you know just backwoods caveman people like kansas's But no, we would have, we found out, we would have known, and I
2: I want to know one day. I
4: I just felt like a lot of the last names were just kind of, you know, indicative of what what, the character does. of what they are, yeah. That
0: kind of threw me off because I was trying to, because I didn't remember, I only saw the movie once before this. And I remember there was a crazy twist that I loved, but I didn't remember exactly how they got there. And as they were saying the names of everybody, I was like, okay, so Skinner, he's the bad guy. That, I Mm -hmm, guess, makes mm -hmm, sense. He's mm -hmm, killing people. mm -hmm. We got Messenger. Uh, The sergeant's last name is Sergeant it's like a lot of weird stuff, but then not every character followed through with all that. So I was like, yeah, not, yeah, I, I
4: agree with that. Cause I went down the list because I, you start talk, you start hearing from everybody and you, you know, um, the, um, is it the people that own the bar that, yeah, the people that own They're the bar, the last names are Porter. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh, Hatcher is one of them. Skinner, obviously, is one. but then like, but then Butterman didn't really make sense to me. I don't know. Yeah, no, not at all. The Andes or the Wainwrights? Like, there's not much there either. We'll
3: have to get to the Wait, bottom. Wait, they're of related?
4: This. Yeah. The Andes? Oh, no, no, no. Wainwright oh. and
3: Cartwright. Okay. I was like, that doesn't make any sense. They had kids and they named them both Andy. Both Andy. Yeah.
4: Their <laughs> last names are Wainwright and Cartwright. And the
3: Dress.
1: So, again, this is meant to talk about how humdrum the life is. Uh, they're eating ice cream in the car, talking about it, getting a million questions to go out for the swan. Uh, Messenger's article gets published, and they call him uh, Angel instead of – no, that's not right. Yeah, Angle instead of Angel. Angle. So then everybody starts making fun of him and that, that whole thing about it.
0: What type of ice cream were they eating, Greg?
1: Coronettos, of course.
2: Coronettos.
1: As, as, far, as, I, as far as I understand, it's the only ice cream cone available in the U.K.
2: Yeah,
0: that's a fact. Um, and then the other fact is they come in three different colors: there's red, blue, and green. Okay. Red is Shaun of the Dead. Of course. The blood. You the got red on you. Blood yeah, yeah. And the red on you. Blue, blue so for this. Bobby's. Because, because of everything going Bobby's. on. Bobby's. Police really are commonly associated with blue. And then uh, green for the next one. I'm not going to say anything about spoilers. I've also never seen the movie. I've so never I don't seen really it. know. Also, some I've other never seen names.
4: Movies. Some other names, the guy, uh, Rory McCann, who plays uh, the Michael uh, Yarp. The uh, last name is Armstrong. Yarp. Um, the the sort of salesman. <laughs> so then, all right, so then, then here's the
1: thing. Let's turn the question on its head, everybody, since you all want to poke a hole in this. Maybe this isn't based on Tony Messenger. Is Tony Messenger based on this character and being in a simulation?
3: See, that, I think it's it even it. weirder, I guess, yeah. that, yeah,
1: this columnist is named Messenger in real life. Got to be. Yeah. When what I wake up, when name? I take it's the pill, name? right? When Bruce walks in here and gets me, and I realize, of course, I am Superman, like the question um, will I'll look at all the things, and this will be one of them. Like, this should have been a telltale. <laughs> Everybody reading this comic right now, watching this cartoon, they see me talking, like, oh, this guy looks like the guy I worked with. And like, yes, wake up, idiot. Wake up. You're needed. But Open here hands, I am. Yeah, fucking good get Starfish too, on my chest, goddamn Mongol laughing in the Fortress of Solitude like he won it. damn it. Yeah, Nick.
2: Now, would you be disappointed, though, if it was Bruce and Superman? They were like, you're going to be Green Lantern. Oh my God, I'd love to be Green Lantern. Green
1: is a great one to have. You know what I mean? Because you yeah, get to eventually yeah. you have the powers. The one right. thing I don't like. Oh, here's a question about the Green Lantern thing. This is an interesting question. Sure. Yeah. Am oh, I sure. yeah. am I Christ. Green Lantern Kyle Rayner or am I Green Lantern like Hal Jordan, John Stewart? Like, am I in the core? You're in the core for sure. Oh, see that kind of sucks. You know how so I am like authority? Like, I don't, universe, I don't want to yeah. be answering. To, I don't want to have this like whole corporate structure above me. Oh, you don't want to with these guardians? But I don't go talk to Gambit, right?
3: You believe in it, right? No. I believe that's the thing, what? like yeah you believe in in the, in the structure like it's one of those things that like you it's above you but you know it keeps the world oh i mean if, if
1: somebody's like hey we're gonna Galaxy. give you this ring and you can make a hard light construct out of anything sure. you can sure. imagine sure. Sure. but yeah. you gotta no. fucking be you're like you know you're one of 2000 or whatever there's a bunch of green or i'm sorry blue dudes on a green planet you gotta go talk i'm like all right like i'll fucking no, salute sure. when i have to but i'm not gonna like it you know what I for mean? for sure
2: you're gonna get an email that's titled hey greg we appreciate your creativity, but please stop making <laughs> Ghostbusters proton packs with your. Oh, cram- you know it, leg. man.
1: You know I'm rolling. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm flying in the Ecto 1 to places. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, st- I'm stopping every kind of
2: crime with a Nick, goddamn proton pack. He,
3: you got to pay a little more attention about uh, uh, Greg's DC online stuff. Like, he loves Green Lantern and that stuff.
2: Yeah, I was yeah. trying to pick one that I thought yeah. was lame. But you should have gone really Martian Manhunter. Cool. He <laughs> <I> hates <laughs> Marshall Man Martian Manhunter. I love Martian Manhunter. Don't lie. Don't he loves,
1: lie Martian Manhunter loves Oreos, all right? And did you see that he's gonna be in fucking Snyder Cut?
3: Holy shit! Yeah, fucking yeah! I see roll. that he's gonna be For, in Snyder. I'm saying add
1: another hour. I'm saying add another hour. Just have it be Animax. God, you know what I mean, or whatever that. they call him, Anyways, they're yeah, wasting a lot of time. They're eating a lot of ice cream. They eventually are like, "Let's go to the shop." He's like, "We just went to the shop. We'll go to the other shop." And they go to uh, Skinner's supermarket. Uh, inside, do you Skinner's mean Animatics? Yes, that's yes, what he that's meant. it. Thank we're you very just much. Move on I'm sorry, it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Thank you. I didn't know you understood what I meant though. That's all that matters. You know what I mean? You were there right there with me. Andy and I are from Hollywood, all right? We're not like the rest of you clowns over here. You know, we understand things. We understand things in a way you'll never understand. We them, know the right? jargon. Yeah, exactly. I've watched <laughs> the DVD commentary. Uh, so, so they go to Skinner's supermarket. They bum around there for a while. Uh, Skinner calls in Sergeant Nicholas Angel and, you know, starts trying to get him out on his side and winning him over. And he has some newspaper stuff on his desk, too, that's going on. Uh, and, you know, Angel's like, I actually have to go or whatever. He's like, oh, I saw you, you know, in organic produce or whatever. You didn't seem that busy or whatever. And then he points out that there's something bad happening over on his screen he turns around i forget what he thinks it is initially but it's not that it's a shoplifting kid in a giant purple tracksuit. suit they had talked about him outside he's fu- he's ugly as all fuck or fuck all That's, ugly or whatever
4: dude's <laughs> weird looking man <laughs>
1: uh th- so you know simon pegg goes out there sees him gives chase uh this is while uh, uh danny's looking at a super cop a super cop dvd <laughs> Meet the cop that can't be stopped. (laughs)
4: Uh, As soon as he looks down, Nicholas Angel runs by. Yeah, yeah, right. So he gives chase to, uh,
1: you know, this is the mother's line we were talking about. This is the, what's the matter, Danny? Never taken a shortcut before. They hop all over that thing. Blah, blah. At one point, there's the crucial decision of, does he continue to chase the bad guy or get the swan that's been on the run? Stephen Merchant. Stephen Merchant's swan, by the way. Uh, And of course, he chooses to continue to chase the uh, uh, perpetrator. It's Ian
4: Staker. (laughs) All right, piss taker, <laughs> immediately take cuts the, all right, Mr. Staker, go ahead. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, it so good. It's but like, so his good, right? shout out to
2: Steven Bridges, There was like, uh, it's about three feet high. Uh, um, white, swan, black, just a swan, a but, uh, bill. Just, uh, swan really. <laughs> just played it uh, straight, man, every time
1: eventually uh he apprehends the purple guy uh by what is he he grabs a can of something right and throws it and hits him oh he steals it from the kid who's spray painting the kid one of the the hoodie kids spray painting throws it hits the takes him in uh he apprehends him it's a nice collar everybody's stoked about it uh but then skinner's not going to press charges right but he'll make sure that everybody gets uh what's coming to them kind of thing uh and that actually might be what the sergeant says right there actually not skinner but doesn't matter that happens um Sergeant Nicholas Angel is feeling pretty dejected about this. Uh, of course, he's made an amazing collar, but it won't go anywhere. Uh, him and Danny go on traffic duty where they are off now, uh, you know, doing the scans and doing the things. They have a conversation here, um, and it's like Danny hasn't been listening. Danny's listening a bit. like, And I, that's one of the things I do like about this movie is that, you know, where Ed was – such a a rock and didn't change except for the very very end if you want to like Mm -hmm. I love the fact that as soon as like Nicholas Angel for the most part is like oh you know we actually we're gonna get to it in a second but like we actually they're not we don't call them accidents anymore collisions right like you see him immediately start talking that way right and like every time he gets corrected he immediately then turns to the next the next person who talks about it and Mm -hmm. says the right thing like I mean it's it's
4: it's well it's also that but it's it's also a lot of the the freshman learning under the senior in high school and mm-hmm, wanting to mm-hmm. be cool just like him and hearing about all the cool action stuff that he's done. And so we, you know, later on when we get that, the 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 car collision or whatever, and they're talking to the Andes about how it's not a coincidence. And he's like. You know, I saw that whole play, the Romeo and Juliet play. The only uh, convincing thing was the yeah, kiss yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's just repeating all his lines, and he's like, he just wants to be exactly like Nicholas Angel. So I but think that's a lot of that is is that, you know, he's just wanting to learn and be like him, you
3: know? I, I yeah, do totally. think that there is, like, that he is repeating it, but he also believes it. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. You know, yeah. like, when, when he told him that, like, he thought about it, and he was like, yeah, she's not a good actor, and, like, she's in this role. So...
0: Well, also they use it for like deeper shit too, with the collision thing with his mom's death, when they yeah, like yeah. talk about it, where it's like it's him coming to grips with, it, it wasn't an accident, like yeah. Every, but I think they're, it they're was
3: to find the collision thing, right? But the mom's death was an accident.
1: No, like, at the last at the last second he's or at the last thing when he's yelling at his dad, he's
0: like a mom would kill herself all over again. Yeah. So that's the thing. it's like the the, the difference oh, between a sorry. collision accident and someone's responsible. So she's responsible for her right,
3: life. right, 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 right. Got it, got it, got it. That makes total sense. Yeah, I, I, I'm sorry. I when you said that, I thought you were m- movie, saying man. that they were implying that that uh, she got mur- murdered by the group. But uh, yeah, yeah, that's not the case.
1: Apology not accepted, and I want you to think about that Good. this weekend. Right? Whatever, Andy. i <laughs> like don't to think uh, about
3: You're Kevin officially gone, the assholes. Andy? Thanks. Yeah. I talked over Nick. I didn't hear what he said. He smiled. I talked I'm over really Greg.
2: Proud. I talked over Greg too. So. <laughs> Sorry. All right, talk more about Green
4: Lantern. So that it's out fine. and that. Ooh, is- that is quarantine podcasting in a nutshell. Sorry, I, talk, sorry, I talked over Nick. Oh, I talked. No, over you no, you go. No, you go. No, you go.
1: Eventually, though, they have a car that comes by way too quickly. They peel out and go after it and pull it over. And it's this, yeah, the drama dude and his uh, the woman from the planning commission, Romeo and Juliet. Right. Uh, this initial scene is just a traffic stop, setting up the fact that uh, notebook is the most important thing an officer can have. Uh, you know, uh, Nicholas Angel writes down everything uh, the guy says, making him incre increasingly angry right he's late for the dress rehearsal for their uh, romeo and juliet play he's also really old she's really young She'll, she works in planning and zoning we'll talk about that later um so yeah uh you know eventually he calms down he gets the ticket or whatever does he not get the ticket maybe it's a warning i forget but it doesn't matter for the long haul of it right uh Danny and Nicholas leave. Uh, They eventually go back to the police station. Uh, At the police station, as they're leaving, they're the one, whoever's behind the desk, says, "Oh, the drama guy came by and gave you two tickets to the play tonight." Uh, You know, try to make all as well that ends well, kind of thing. Um, They Nicholas takes him, tears him up, and is like, "You know, we can't accept gifts, so like whatever about it." And then at the same time. Chief comes out and he's like, will you go represent us? There's one for Danny too. Uh, they go to the play and it's another for me laugh out loud moment of forgetting about it that they're doing God, not they're Romeo doing and Juliet at the play. Lame. They're doing Romeo
0: and Juliet the movie. It's one yeah, of those moments when they start playing the music for like the credits. <laughs> yeah. So- where... I laughed so hard. And it's one of those things we're watching it. I was like, this joke feels so specifically tailored to me and my humor. But then I'm just like, no, I just like things that everyone else likes because this is fucking brilliant and funny. It speaks to a generation of people. Like Edgar Wright fucking gets it. That joke could have not worked very easily in any other movie. But in this movie, when you start to see it happening. They start saying it up. And then when there's the payoff of them just playing the fucking song, it's like, Y'all are good, man. It's, yeah. There's
2: a commitment to that joke that you have to really respect. Because there's like so much of this movie is timeless, right? It really, really holds up. But that one joke, imagine if you were like 15 or 16 seeing this movie for the first time. You would be like, what the fuck is I, this? I, like, you honest, probably would never have seen that version of Romeo and Juliet.
3: I, I didn't get it till right now. I mean, I i got it. I thought that they were just yeah. doing some like stupid like new new age version of it. But like that's hilarious. I'm going to tell Paula. It's Bala.
2: so – because what's funny just, is what's funny would, is D saw the armor and she was like that like the the angel and the costume and the armor and she
4: goes wait yeah. a minute
2: are they doing bad? <laughs> the Learman's or romeo yeah. and juliet and then the gun
4: right? at the end like it's the so gun at fun. the end or whatever but what I love about it so much is you can imagine you can imagine you know Edgar Wright and you know whoever else helped co-write this or whoever else he was bouncing ideas off of cuz you got to assume He was bouncing off ideas of somebody. And I just love the idea of like, oh, my God, what if we had the actors do Baz Luhrmann's the movie of Romeo and Juliet? That's a funny fucking idea. Oh, and then have them do the end credit song. Like, you know, like you can see that you can see that develop. And it's I just God, it's so good. It's so fucking funny, man.
3: That's fucking hilarious. Paul also really enjoyed that. So thank you. (laughs)
4: so
1: yeah you know they watch it it's bad it's that it's uh they do it then it ends with love me love me which is just fucking hilarious and nicholas angel is horrified obviously And the i love the cutbacks to him of him just aghast watching this, this is awful <laughs> uh from there they go to the uh pub right yeah for the after uh, after party or whatever this is where we meet the drunk uh 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 well we, we you know they're drinking in there this is where he establishes that you know that romeo and juliet are having a thing going on uh this is where uh skinner is is with the development guy whose house is too big who is you know trying to make all these deals to you know have the city lose its rustic charm is wasted uh, skinner is not wasted he's clearly getting this guy loaded uh when that's introduced uh you know uh they Simon Pegg you know flops his drinks or whatever the she's like somebody's a little drunk he's like Wh- whatever uh, and he's like I'm fine sir it's no it's it's this guy they who's peeing on the arcade machine uh they leave take him out I don't I'm placing this scene wrong but you'll all forgive it I'm sure uh, fine. and there's the great moment of when uh they're outside leaving where uh the Romeo is like oh thanks for taking me up in the offer and he's like oh we didn't blah 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 and Simon Peg goes all right well drive safe and they Turn and walk away, and I love Nick Frost. Oh, uh, <laughs> he's like,
3: you yeah. know, that was the guy we saw for speaking. <laughs> like, he's so impressed with the yeah. action movie one-liner. Yeah, I love the, it. Yeah. So, uh, so you had those scenes flipped. That happens. Then they go to the bar to have right a- another drink.
1: Yeah, I think. Th- and th- then th- yes, it's them leaving yeah. the theater to go to the bar. Then they right. leave the bar with the drunk guy. And mm-hmm.
3: then th- they have another great joke where uh, uh, Nick Frost looks over and says, "We did get a little drunk."
4: Yeah, yeah, real funny. <laughs> uh also uh, also in that scene we get the um uh because uh, we get the callback to Sean of the dead of yeah roy where yeah. he says you know yeah the, boy from yeah, Shaun the yeah, of the boy, dead yeah, no, roy, yeah, yeah, roy, yeah he's saying yeah, yeah. roy to the yeah. bartender it's just so good <laughs> yeah real good real good too
1: um real quick too andy man disco in the live chat points out you fucked up big it should have been plot me plot me say that you plot me that-
4: huh he froze did we oh. all freeze oh, greg's, oh no. greg's internet just died on us but I'm we so got the, the plot
1: thing yeah everybody froze on my end too
2: we're back oh, okay. i'm back oh, now this guy baby
1: did you hear me say the plot me plot me because that was yeah, the song I heard yeah plot that was me.
2: genius it's pretty good yes. <laughs> they get
1: the drunk guy home they put the drunk guy uh, they get him to his front door he lets himself and he falls down but then he gets back up uh simon Pegg and nick frost leave uh I was like, internet cut out again? Yeah. At this point, no, 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 that right? am I killing now? everybody too quickly? No, no this uh, is the first hit. The Romeo yeah. and Juliet get killed. And, and they oh. go back to, to fuck. They get killed, then the next they get morning in their, their dressing housed. room. Yeah, so we merged two days.
3: We merged yeah. two days. Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Doesn't matter too much. Next day, where they find their body, this is the traffic accident versus collision. Skinner yeah. comes by, listening to Romeo and Juliet. Uh, Loves al- Romeo. It's also the thing of, uh, you know, what do we do? And the one guy doesn't really know, and then he turns to Angel, who just tells him exactly what uh, to do. Right? Yeah. And he's like, Yeah, what he said. Um
4: Later, yeah, he's like, like, Help me. He does look yeah, like yeah, Bill Hader, but just that like that the extreme him. British version of Bill, extreme Hader. Bill like, Hader. Extreme yeah. Bill <laughs> Hader.
1: Um, yeah so that happens and then they do more stuff and then they end up going to the yeah, bar not, and that's when the, then they I,
4: get i am not sure how they get to the I'm george missing, merchant bar situation yeah there's I browned out on i've
1: the, browned out on that part where they're at the bar i guess they eventually like nick frost they go asked to Pig right? to go to the pub a few times yeah right uh, That that's it that's it they have the they get the call that there's the disagreement about the hedges They go out to the guy from Harry Potter who has the The cat's house. Oh my God. They go out there, right? And it's a conversation of, yeah, like, they bring the, we're going to need whatever the guy's name is, Rusty. uh,
3: You have a permit for that gun. He's like, yeah, this one. What do you mean this this one? one? You You guys (laughs) have no
2: idea the best Easter egg in this whole movie. If you thought like all the other ones were like super common and all that stuff, they play the theme that was used in the trailers of the lethal weapon movies during this scene the tack, 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 tack. just I was like, wait a minute. Is that, did they fucking use that in action movie trailers back in the eighties? And sure as shit. I looked it up. It's called like action fuzz or something like that. And that's it says awesome. in the Wikipedia was used in lethal weapon trailers. And I'm like,
0: that's great. These
2: guys are <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs>
0: there, there are kids in this movie named after the main characters from
2: lethal weapon. That's so perfect. Real good. Mur- Riggs and Murtaugh.
3: tim have you not seen lethal
2: weapon martin and uh i've never seen it oh man so they get to the the guy from harry potter
1: with the cat's house and uh they have the whole translated conversation which i think is real funny where you know the the, the mumbling guy and the police staff can only understand the cat guy and then nick frost can only stand mumbling guy in the police force Then then they just go back and forth that way right Yeah, for this one, what do you mean this one? We go into his arsenal of weapons, right, including a giant sea mine that they hit. He's and he hits it, and it it sounds like it's gonna go off, and they all run out, and nothing happens. It's deactivated. Uh, They bring all the stuff back to the police station, put it all into the evidence room, which of course is never used. The the passcode for is nine nine nine, just like the most basic code to get in or whatever. Um, This is when they're closing up for the day, and Danny's like big day we should celebrate you know the pub and they actually go to the pub and you know rather than a cranberry juice he wants uh nickels angel decides to actually drink something what kind of wines do you have <laughs> roy's like uh red or white <laughs> he's like i'll have a lager uh they get to have an, you know a drinkathon a thon here somebody's drinking This is where they run into Skinner and the drunk, uh, little drunk. Uh, This is where they take him home. This is where they put him in. This is where uh, Danny and Nicholas Angel go back to Danny's house, end up watching uh, movies, right? Which one? Point Break or Bad Boys 2, right? And he's like, I don't know which one, whichever one you think I prefer more. He's like, no, no. Which one are we watching first? Such a Nick Scarpino moment. Such an Nick Scarpino
0: moment. Can't choose between Twitter, You got to watch both. The DVD collection is made up of the entire combined collection of Edgar Wright, his brother Oscar Wright, and his friend Joe. Nice. Joe's a good guy. Uh, Meanwhile,
1: this is all, of course, intercut as they watch this with back at the little drunk dude's house uh you know he's he gets he's been murdered right he gets bopped on the head or whatever and then uh he's drinking a really fancy beer uh bopped on the head then they stage it to be an explosion that kills it so they open up all the gas they put down beans and bacon and toast of course because these people are british as fuck and let me tell you Living with this one, I know what's going on with that. Uh, and then they, you know, they all bat- go out. They light a candle, house explodes. You know, he's dead, and his body flies at us. Um, yeah, beans the next- and toast just seems weird. No,
3: man. dude, guys, stop. Like, I respect British breakfast so much. Like, I can't wait for this pandemic to be over so that Gary can tell me what's the British spot to go get breakfast because they don't fuck around. There's so much food there. It's a fucking party, man. God. But
1: like the intense. thing is, like beans on toast isn't even a breakfast it thing. So They'll bad. eat it at any time. They'll eat it at any time.
2: I just want you guys to Anytime. know I'm dropping the Lethal Weapon trailer into assets and also the chat in case you guys want to watch that later.
1: Thank you. Um, you know the phone rings then at uh, 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 Danny's house. They wake up. They go to the explosion where they find the guy's burned body. You know, accident. And then they just immediately write it off as an accident. And Simon Pegg's not having it, but it's still too early for it to be anything but accidents, right? Uh, And so it's the same thing too. Same joke, you know, repeated of like uh, recording the thing off and yada 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 yada. Blah, blah. Oh yeah, <laughs> Skinner drives back by again, listening to I forget what song it is, but something about fire or whatever. Um from there uh it's the town festival or whatever at the church uh you know nicholas angel has to work it everybody else is there the cops are all there but they're not working it they're there with their families hanging out or whatever yeah he. Uh,
4: they, they get that moment in the in the police station where nicholas angel's trying to plead to them come on guys this is not a coincidence look at all these things all these people are linked or whatever and then they get mad at him they kind of like ah whatever nick and they go don't you have to work at a shouldn't you be working at a local town fair or something? He's like, no. And they go, actually, yeah, you are. <laughs> like, and then it immediately cuts to this little town fair. I forget exactly what they call it. Yeah, they this. use like, a British hey, word yeah, for it. Let me know, yeah. chat.
1: I know. I know. I see some of our Brit friends in there. Uh,
4: but yeah, they're all there. And I, my favorite thing
1: is the Bill Hader cop is in Spider-Man makeup with his fucking kid in Spider-Man makeup too. Fett. James Roach says Fett. It was Fett. Oh, okay. Which still flies over my head. I don't know. Bone Fett, I know in French, but I don't know anything about here. Um, So... While this is happening, you know, Angel's being observant. He's looking around. Uh, he sees uh, the plant lady talking to Messenger, and she's reacting like, oh, my God, very much like that. And behind her is Skinner with the thing, Oh, rat, come slap the rat or whatever the hell it is uh then you know danny uh asks uh nicholas angel to use the air rifle to shoot a whole bunch of stuff and win him a prize he does he wins the big monkey he you know after you know he hasn't fired a firearm in three years or whatever and doesn't want to break it but this is just an air rifle uh the gun gets passed back danny danny shoots the guy with an air rifle which of course is also a callback to sean of the dead where ed had shot his sister in the leg with an air rifle uh that guy gets you know taken out on an ambulance um these are probably out of order but it doesn't really matter Tim messenger comes over to Angel and says hey I really like to, I have something to tell you it's important can you meet me in the front courtyard at three o'clock he says sure but then he angel gets tapped to go and do uh the award giveaway or whatever uh and times counting down and it's taking forever and you know messenger standing out front and we see the people in the or one person in a black robe running up to the top of the thing where eventually they p- push over the one of the steeples on the church angel breaks away to run back and gets there just in time to see the steeple fall and go. Straight straight into messenger and him stumble around like some kind of Ooh, resident evil <laughs> <laughs> resident evil character is fucking disturbing as all hell as if it wouldn't have just gone through his whole body <laughs> yeah it's cooler this way though you know yeah, it's it's way, way cooler, cooler this yeah. way, way, cooler yeah, this way. uh you know uh police op- our police chief runs over and it's like everybody there's been a terrible accident stay back it's more accident talk uh they do this whole thing set terrible up way to go yeah exactly set up the whole <laughs> perimeter thing. Uh, yeah, that's happening it's raining so him and danny are out there in the rain right and then i'm missing my connective tissue to take us from this to danny's birthday is that they go back to the police station and oh man everybody's gone but me they go back to the police well this is great then i don't even have to fucking worry about it nobody's gonna bust my balls i love it uh no nick i saw you point down it's too late uh everybody oh, yeah, goes sorry. back to the police station it happens they and the peace lily thing happens right <laughs> And so it's, uh, yeah, you know, it's his birthday, so uh, he, he's upset he didn't get told about it, so he runs off uh, to the plant lady shop to get a Japanese peace lily for Danny. Uh, he gets there, uh, and he's been trying to piece it all together. Oh, no, he had, uh, when he got called off, he'd gone to the library, right, and done a bunch of research and started pulling it together and started putting together this very complicated scheme about, you know, developers in the land and how much land it was going to cost and all yeah. the shit that is just like uh-huh you're like it's it's one of those complicated movie plots of like i get yeah. it i yeah, I guess whatever but uh, someone
3: made the joke of like oh, well you're gonna go read all the papers yeah you have to read every day or every, whatever <laughs> this day yeah because they're
4: just so fucking lazy and have never tried to process paperwork ever it's like yeah it's so <laughs> outlandish to them that's that somebody would do paperwork yeah totally <laughs> but right. nicholas angel's like this is just part of his life it's what he does So
1: uh, that's happened already. And then he goes to the plant lady thing. And then she, of course, is very much like, here's exactly what's happening. You know what I mean? Like, Cousin Sissy wanted this and this. They paid me this, but they weren't going to pay me this. And Nicholas Angel's taking it all in as she makes the thing. And then, uh, what, he needs his notepad or whatever. He goes back to his car to get something. And while he's out there, the hooded figure shows up, stabs her in the throat with the garden shears. He turns around just in time to see that. He then sees the person. And he goes, please freeze. Throws his baton through the window, so fucking, fucking dope smart. as hell. They just do goes such in, a good, rolls, runs.
3: They do such a good job of making him a badass cop because, like, the throwing oh. the baton to break the glass so that he can just smart. run through it—brilliant. Also, I have yeah, a thing awesome. about neck injuries, and I hate this scene so much; it makes me so uncomfortable. Sure. sure, does, sure, it make, sure. does it?
2: it? Uh, I just watched uh, *Gangs of New York* yesterday, uh, Kevin. And they put movie. they Go put ahead. a uh, they put leather things around their necks so that people can't yeah make sense Makes sense.
3: so cool. smart that's dead
1: cool rabbits. hell
3: dead rabbits yeah. the dead rabbits
1: uh as we've already talked about he gives chase obviously the criminal is always one you know you know whatever 50 yards in front of him it seems because of course they keep like marathon or not marathon uh baton passing uh so that there's always somebody away and so at the last one he just gives up and turns around goes back to the police station explains he knows everything now because of this with the you know uh the cousin and the plant lady knows that it's going to be skinner skinner's mad that they're going to come in they're going to rewrap the thing there'll be another shopping center let's go get him this is another thing too where they he lays it all out of in the the cops all laugh in his face right that it's like he thinks everybody's connected or whatever still uh they go uh they go to skinner's thing he lays it all out for Skinner in front of Yarp and in front of the lady uh, eventually. And he's like, and that's why your leg is cut because the, the guy getting awake or the person running away cut their leg uh, and he pulls up both of his slacks and there's no cut on him, right? And it's like this d- destroyed moment of like, he doesn't have it. He doesn't know what's going on. He's he had built the wrong. perfect case. like <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> It was, you know, some excellent, excellent detective work that goes nowhere or whatever. So now we have, but- uh, uh, sorry, go on.
3: I love that just even after everything is revealed like oh it's like oh no that that is a really good detectiveing but like that's not the yeah. case like that's we, not the it thing, has nothing yeah. to do with why we did it
2: way more <laughs> weirder and simple, simpler simpler yeah. than that.
1: <laughs> and so yeah, uh, uh, Nicholas Angel now de- dejected, right? Uh, he has no uh, you know, he he knows he's he's got it wrong. He's in a town that doesn't care. Nobody believes him and he's kind of just screwed and totally dejected over it. And I'm missing a piece of connective tissue here because I forget how we go from that to him putting something back together.
3: I know oh, we're eventually going to get to his hotel
1: room where Yarp attacks him.
3: The killers. The lady in the small... Any, like, any, canine luck, canine any luck
1: finding them killers. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah. So that pieces it together to him that it's not a, a one-man job or whatever. Um nah, he's too close to it. Goes back to his hotel room. Uh, He's attacked uh, by Yarp. You know, he knocks him out with the peace of lily, sacrificing the thing he loves the most to stop him, right? (laughs) Um, When he pops back up he calls danny and leaves a message saying i know what's going on it's multiple killers it's the neighborhood watch association they're meeting over here i forget how he knew that uh we're gonna i'm gonna go get him so now we get to the neighborhood watch scene with them around the round table which of course is very much akin to where we met them uh the first time in the movie except now they're meeting in shadows all in their things all with their uh the flashlights latin
4: phrases or whatever
0: (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) For the greater good. For the greater yeah, the good. Greater the greater good.
1: Greater good. Uh, and yeah, we go around. It does the same thing of Janet's, you know, calling the twins, whatever. And that's, we're all invited to the christening. And then it is like, you know, that they've taken care of all the stuff. And they've taken care of Nicholas Angel. Uh, he comes out to confront them. And they have a whole uh, tit for tat verbal back and forth. And he's like, I know why it was. It was because of this and this and there." And they're all like, no your complicated scheme has nothing to do with it (laughs) we killed the gardener because we couldn't have her green thumb in another town we Mm -hmm. killed the uh the play dude because it was awful it was an affront to cinema we killed his girlfriend because she's just annoying we killed the one guy because his house didn't fit the rustic charm like they're just about winning this village competition and, and by any means necessary and doing it um in the middle, you know, while this has all been laid out, Yarp comes in, grabs him from one, grabs Nicholas Angel from one side. Danny comes in, grabs him from another. Then it's a callback to a joke earlier, which is comes. From, I loved. I we skipped it, but in the pub when they're just hanging out, and like there's like just there's a moment of silence. And Danny's like, "You want to see something?" She <laughs> starts screaming, and it's a ketchup packet in the fork. Uh, he'd already put uh, the book. You know, the green, most important thing, thing the the notebook in that uh, Nick
2: said that's such a, that's a just Greg Miller thing to do. I can't. I have to sure. imagine once you saw that, you were like, "This is my thing. I'm doing this Not for the next it. ten years."
1: No, no, I mean, that's too hard a joke to pull off, and it would never yeah. look as good as he makes it look. Also, so, you fuck up, uh, you
3: just lose an eye. You lose an yeah, eye. No, I, don't, I don't. play that
1: high risk poker. You know what I mean? I'm I, I, <laughs> that's a thousand glasses. dollar at hand table. Yeah, yeah I wear glasses. glasses. See, this, this, this problems,
3: moment. This moment also like broke my heart. Like it, the first time obviously, where it's like, oh, shit, was when he you think in Danny on it? Turns. Yeah. Was yeah. he in on it? And, then, like, he stabs him. And it's like, oh, it's so well shot to just be, like, the betrayal scene. And even though, yeah. I guess, yeah. in that moment, uh, what's-his-face knows because he's not getting stabbed, you know, and he's seen the blood or yeah. ketchup come out. So he must be like, oh. But, yeah, like, he plays his face, along. He understands. Yeah, he plays along, is Yeah, out. so yeah, well. yeah, yeah.
4: I was also heartbroken because I – Obviously, we know this isn't like how the movie's gonna end. There's gonna be some resolution, and Nicholas Angel's gonna fight back some way, but I didn't want him to do it without Danny. I didn't sure. wanna see them not together, so I was partly heartbroken by that because they're just such a good duo.
1: Yeah, so, uh, yeah, that happens. They then uh, put him down in the hole, right? Yeah, and that's where we find all the other bodies. We find the big bushy beard. We find the shoplifter. We find all the kids from earlier. We find the statue, which is an no, amazing that, thing.
3: It doesn't matter, that, but that happened does, out of order. Yeah, he, he goes he down there and then the he comes hole. back up, and that's yeah. when he gets there? Yeah, I can't yeah. remember. I knew They it open it in the then trunk and reveal Danny he's takes alive. the body
1: away in a, in a thing, yes, and takes him away in his car, pulls him out of the trunk. Uh, <laughs> this is where they have a conversation, and, you know, Nicholas Angel tries to convince him to go back. Danny's like, I can't. It's my dad. This is my town like even if it is all fucked up i can't go back or whatever uh you know for a hot minute nicholas angel considers leaving and does go that way right he takes danny's car and starts driving away but when he goes into the gas station something changes his mind i forget what it is oh he sees bad boys too he sees the dvd for bad boys too. <laughs> next, to, next to the next, uh, to point, oh, break. next yeah. to point break Next <laughs> to it's yeah, so yeah, good yeah, yeah. and so yeah that's it he decides he's got to go back <laughs> in. he's got to you know save the day or whatever and so what he comes back into town. The first thing he sees is the old woman, right? And her thing drop kicks her, you know, slams (laughs) the car to take away the guy before he can radio that he's coming, that he's coming back, uh, does all that. And then he goes straight to the police station where he walks by everybody because who would know or who would think about it, goes straight to evidence, gets the two shotguns, gets all this Mm -hmm. cool stuff. He bought sunglasses too that are dope as fuck. Um, he leaves. You know, people have been trying to tell him that London's been calling him forever. By the way, he's ignoring it, and like, this time they do it again. He's like, "I'll just tell him to call him back." Uh, then really, yeah, I didn't. He... I didn't know we had a, a mouse um, Mounted yeah. division yeah because yeah, yeah. he's riding the horse that he took from the people over there uh after he got in the car accident yeah so he rides into town and then this is where the movie just gets going right where now it is full-blown action shit left and right of the guy who they were making fun of in the big coat does have guns underneath his coat uh people are shooting at him he's they're all taking cover danny eventually gets involved and saves nicholas but and then they keep engaging and going that way uh i love the fucking cop coming out then being like all this wanton violence and then they oh, the officer the he has nothing oh yeah sorry priest is what i mean yeah. i didn't mean cop uh and then he does he the t- thing where he pulls out the two <laughs> yeah. guns yeah yeah, yeah yeah fucking dope oh man the guy the, who the gets his foot town. shot off by the shotgun
0: yeah, oh my yeah. god awful the what, the Nick, model town it? the model town was just such god. a weird fucking that's stupid money thing. thing that's literally like, a thing the whole time in the movie we keep seeing signs pointing to where the model town is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the final fight scene is just them Godzilla-style in this Dude, fucking town. I the way I it feel culminates... Like
4: the, I feel like the payoff would have been a little bit better had one of the movies they watched been Godzilla for some reason. And we see... Two people fighting in the city and they make a mention and they reference the the fight in the city and then that's how the final fight ends <laughs> if like these two the main character and the main villain uh, in the in the city or whatever. it is I- really silly.
3: I love that it ends with the dude getting the fucking horrible spike through yeah. the, the, the mouth. Oh, and then it just really hurt. Yeah, that was my favorite part. And he yeah, wasn't in, in so
1: many movies, right? They People get wounded in a way that wouldn't kill them, but they're off the table and you just don't see them again. And then we cut back to him. Uh, before then, we went to the supermarket. This is where they had the fight with the guys throwing knives. They were brawling with YARP. They put him in the freezer. They put all the things together. It was back to
4: that. I want to give you the satisfaction that fucking and also great the great ba- the great back and forth of yeah you know i, I yeah I hit michael yarp or whatever put him in the cooler oh he's telling him to, to chill out no, I didn't, but there was a moment earlier when I hit him with a teddy bear, and I told him to uh, play time's over. over. Oh, yeah. fucking brilliant. <laughs>
1: <laughs> We're just, like, did, you tell him, did
4: you tell him to cool off? And he goes, no, and he's like, shame. Yeah. That's a like, gift you see all the time, right?
1: Shame. It's uh, so good, man. Then, yeah, we go fight in the model town. He's going to blow away the ginger or whatever. <laughs> and then they fucking impale him on it. Uh, you know, uh, Danny's dad, the police officer, or the, uh, whatever, person in charge, uh, has Danny held up, then he gets in the car, he drives off. They stop to get the swan. We forgot to talk about that. And then the swan's there, and they slam into the tree.
3: Fucking amazing.
2: No, the swan doing the alien <laughs> sound effect
3: <laughs> as it yeah. comes at. Yeah. They Come make on, that dude. noise. Yeah. Like, they make that noise. That's a swan noise. The dude, band. that thing, that band. Band. got
2: me so much. And apparently, by the way, I, I slipped this in, but I'll, I'll reiterate it. Um, I was like, what a weird little model town. And D's like, you've never seen one of those before? I was like, No. I've never seen a, a a scale model of a town right next to a town before. She goes, yeah. yeah. Apparently, it's a thing that is all around Europe. Every town yeah, has a little town next
3: good. to it. I, it's funny, like uh, what the Untitled Goose Game. Like this made me appreciate that so much more. That's all I'll say. <laughs> Fair
4: great
1: uh so yeah then it's all over uh they're there in their little like you know riot blankets or whatever and the london police are there telling them we were trying to ring you forever you know what i mean they came in on a helicopter we've trying to ring you forever uh you know do you want to come back and he's like no i i kind of like it here or whatever so he decides to stay um then i think it's a one year later oh no no i'm I'm skipping they go back to the police station do a mountain of paperwork uh they the fucking (laughs) trash can joke makes a return which makes me so happy i love that joke Um, so much
3: i want that simon Pig. pig
1: simon pay gives the uh female cop who's the queen uh the not the first whatever some sexual window like she's been doing and it's kind of like oh he fits in he's one of them everybody loves them whatever they all have the the cheesy like cop laughs or whatever and then yeah the neighborhood watch guy we kind of forgot about comes in with a musket and he's like yeah you know you screwed everything up kind of thing and he goes to shoot and danny jumps in and takes it straight in the chest uh simon peg kicks the can at that guy and knocks him out and then he falls into the evidence room. He collapsed on the sea mine. It goes down. He goes, oh, God, no. And the, the fucking thing blows up. It's a super cheesy destroyed police station, bricks everywhere. Uh, Simon Pig finds Danny, you know, who's been shot now and blown up. And he's like, no, you're going to be all right. Then it's one year later. Then it's at a, a, a grave that looks like it would be Danny, but it's actually his mom. His mom. Uh, You know, he's putting Simon Pig's putting the flowers. Danny says he, he she'd love him. Uh, they get back in the car. Little fake out. Yeah, know, right? uh, this is when they're doing they get you know whatever i forget what stupid little things happening that's not a real big deal at all but they're like let's fucking go and they put on their glasses and pull the e-brake and peel out and go off And that's hot fuzz
0: greg yeah uh, earlier you mentioned the the ginger kid i really yeah. pre- appreciated the aaron Aaronson, <laughs> what's your
1: name? Aaron Aaronson, and he gives him the look. It's Wait so again. fucking. Wait, well, you want me to go down the <laughs> phone book? Started Aaronson.
2: Aaronson.
4: It's one oh, of those. Where, like,
2: you did you not need-, need to make that joke, but thank you for at least having that back.
4: First it. and last slide. If you're not poetic, no need to fret. And haikus don't need to rhyme. Haiku in review. Haiku in review you can go to patreon.com
0: slash kind of funny to write your review in haiku form james writes Kate blanchett's janine there's so many cameos peter jackson is santa <laughs> thank you for trying to get some facts yeah. in haiku form i <laughs> do you. appreciate that very much uh well man there's there's a lot of those actually I, oh same guy james right sean is policeman peter jackson is santa bond is a bad guy <laughs> Very fact-driven. <laughs> <I> love <laughs> this.
2: Mm-hmm. I like it.
0: Uh, Zade Wilson says, this movie, watch, you should. Suspense, comedy, it's all for the greater good. Oh, that's really good. That's I like really that. Brought it, yeah, back, I like brought it back at the end. Uh, Lee Polero says, Sanford has no crime. It's the perfect little town for the greater good. A lot of greater good here. Good for you guys. Catching up on some themes. A uh, Graham Hunter. Each time guns are drawn, quick cut montage rambles on case closed thanks to swan (laughs) cop film at first glance but fight scenes only enhance a heartfelt bromance
1: Ah, that's a really good one that's my favorite
0: yeah that was real good and then let's see we got joe merton saying slasher folk horror 80s 90s action film it's all this and more yes it is yes it is and uh the final one from man disco for the greater good you're making us all look bad small town small wonder that's for you oh andy. thanks there, <laughs> there you go, there you go andy. Your weekly
3: small
4: it's wonder a great reference. show andy and you should watch it
3: right andy i don't think it's real like i, I thought we don't do that
4: da, 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 da. oh ragged what is it what's up
1: everybody welcome to rad guys talk pro tags <laughs> this is... is where we rank the protagonists of the edgar wright universe that's what we decided right i think that's right yeah i think so yeah. i think so uh, so far, of course, we have yeah, it's Ragu Pro Tag. So far, of course, we have Sean. Where do we put Nicholas Angel?
0: I, I think he's number one, he's definitely number, number one, one. He's a badass, and like I, I do also think that you know, the Ranky, the Pro Tags, it is the two of them at the very yeah. least. So it's like I think that both of them, specifically ganny oh, oh. over Ed. I like this. Uh, I like this combination for sure. Yeah, yeah.
1: I think even before you bring in Danny and Ed, that I would say Nicholas Angel is the better pro tag here, right? Like, I feel like his Uh, the cheesiness of it.
3: Not even that. Yeah, his his journey does.
1: His arc is, I think, better than Sean's. Yeah. yeah where even like you know what i mean like uh, nicholas angel's arc is literally learning to love somebody and grant it's danny right it's not your traditional romantic uh, uh interest it's a bromantic interest but it works and it does show him growth and it does show him put somebody above the job and in, in how all this is going to play out sean who you know i love is sean because right he's a 29 year old fuck up and by the and even he fucks up Pretty much, I mean, like, in, until the end of the movie in Shaun of the Dead and, and, like, gets out of it and learns a lesson and, you know, builds a nice l- life with Liz there, it seems. But I don't think he has this journey where he's, like, great at something but failing at another thing and tries to then break it up and, you know,
4: figure out what he is. Yeah. I agree. So, yeah, number one. I agree. Number so that's one. That's easy. That's easy for me.
2: Easy peasy, Andy. We're whipping right through this.
4: Mm-hmm. Now, we rank
0: the Edgar Wright movies. Currently, number one is Shaun of the Dead. Where do we put Hot Fuzz? I'm gonna start it off. I I feel like Shaun of the Dead is going to end up being number one, but I personally think that Hot Fuzz goes above it, specifically because the only issues I have with it are we've seen it before. The editing stuff doesn't feel as fresh, as new, as like revolutionary as it did in Shaun of the Dead. But I do think that the the payoff being a, a slow build and it actually hitting as hard as it does at the end, to me makes it a lot better, where I feel like Shaun of the Dead, is strong throughout but it never has that one moment that's like oh my god this is insane whereas mm, like hot fuzz mm, is like mm. consistently really good and then it ratches up it's like oh actually it's fucking incredible
4: yeah i totally agree i think that um i i think that all of the for me it's worth it just for the um uh, point break callback like that <laughs> is That is no joke. One of the funniest things I've ever seen in movies. And I laugh as hard as like every time I watch that scene, it makes me laugh as hard as a time prior. I think it's fucking genius and you know, it's coming and even again, I watched this movie today before we got on this review and I you know it's coming. I've seen the movie, you know, at least 6 times now and my body gets chills as that moment's about to happen cuz it's so fucking cheesy and so stupid, but it's perfect. And again, yeah, I agree with Tim the the editing we've we've seen this stuff before, obviously with Shaun of the Dead there's nothing really n- not a whole lot new here that I I wasn't really going to that was going to that came uh, sort of unexpected, but all of the cleverness is still there, all of the the play on words is still there. And I think this movie is more consistently laugh-out-loud funny than Shaun of the Dead is for me. So this goes number one for me.
3: Uh, I'd like to say that I disagree with both you guys. It, it's, it, this movie is fantastic. I do think that the overall story is more entertaining. But Shaun of the Dead just gives you consistent joke. And it's like, I, dude, it's so cool that they do this the jokes throughout the movie. But I do think that it is, the, jo- the jokes are harder to catch. Because you you know you got to pay a little bit more attention, and Shaun of the Dead they're just so quick. Shaun of the Dead has me laughing every single uh, like minute. Like it's just such a funny movie, and I feel like this movie does a good job, but it's just there's longer stretches between where I'm like kind of like oh it's going a little slow right now.
1: I, I personally yeah I I don't think you can go wrong, but I would I would continue to put Shaun above this. I, I, the hot fuzz is great but it's the same thing for me and granted it's a personal mm, politic or whatever but like i would watch Shaun of the dead right away or tonight again whereas hot fuzz i don't feel that need to i understand what you're saying i understand the jokes and i think it's a personal preference thing more than personal politics <laughs> personal politics isn't yeah. what i meant there it's similar to morse code it's been a long fucking week everybody <laughs> uh but yeah i would put Shaun of the dead of it i think especially for it, maybe if sean, hot fuzz would have come first and then sean would have who knows but for how unique and original Shaun of the dead was in its humor and jokes i think it's more refined here for sure so you could make that argument but i think it hits stronger the first time rather than even seeing a refined version of it oh, God, I've, had, I've never oh, had this much
2: power on a review before you. And I got to be honest, guys, like coming into this, I would have said 100 percent Shaun of the Dead was better than this movie, just based off of what I left the theaters with. Um, and I can't remember watching it since. But watching it last night, I think this movie, it, I was just, I had so much fun watching it that I, I got to say, I got to put it just a little bit above Shaun of the Dead. I would like to put this at number one.
0: And there you have it. Wow. One of one of the closest ones I think that we've ever had here because mm-hmm. I feel like, like you know, all think of us could could go either way. Yeah, they're they're both. I wouldn't be disappointed
2: either way.
4: And just in all of like the movies that we've done and in review, I think it is close to a perfect one-two punch that you can have. I, I mean, the quality of movies that both of these are, it's just it's astounding. And I, I, you know, this has nothing to do with Baby Driver, but I remember walking out of Baby Driver thinking, God. Edgar Wright's family must be real proud of him.
0: <laughs> he's just like, <laughs> he's, he's so talented, man.
4: Yeah, I, I fucking, I adore this movie and I adore Shaun of the Dead. Fantastic movies. And I'm so glad we're doing this series.
0: Well, next week, we're going to take a break from the Cornetto trilogy and head back to where it all began for me, really, of like the first movie I saw in theaters for Edgar Wright, which was Scott Pilgrim versus Oof. the world. Wow. Very exciting for this moment. Can't believe we're actually doing this in an interview. When we first started an interview, I never thought we'd get to this point. Proud of all of us. I'm very we did excited. It. Hundreds of movies ranked and reviewed, baby. Let's go. Until next time. A
4: terrible way to go. Shame.